This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back. On the phone with me now is the winner of the next Food Network star and former host of his own show on the Food Network called Big Daddy's House. It's our pleasure to welcome Aaron McCargill Jr. to the show. He's here this morning to talk about his cookbook called Simply Done, Well Done. It's our pleasure to welcome Aaron McCargill Jr. to Sunday Morning Magazine. Thank you. All right. Now, let me ask you this. Now, my wife, is she's a huge fan of the show, and actually, I watch this show as well. But my wife has been known to leave church early just so she can get home to watch the show. And my four-year-old, he even knows that when he sees you on TV, he is to call mom right away. Well, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny little guy, but very quickly, let me tell you another story. Okay, so my wife, she got the recipe and she made your chunky chicken um, chili and we invited everybody over um, for Halloween. And, you know, it's cool up here for the Halloween season. So what happened is everybody ended up around our dining room table and they forgot about trick or treating and poor kids didn't get any candy at the front door. If it's cold next trick or treat, you can just pass out cups of chili. How does it turn out? <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. That is an option right there. <laughs> <laughs> now, so let me ask you this. I'm I'm curious about this. Now, what's the holidays like? I just talked about Halloween at my house, but what's the holiday season like at your house? Because I'm thinking everybody wants to come over to your house and have you cook. You know what, but I changed that. I had to stop it because prior to TV, it was always just me doing the carrying the burden and everything. So I decided to change up now. During the holidays, we, we do a theme holiday. So whether it be Christmas, Thanksgiving, um, or New Year's Eve, we'll pick a theme or a nationality that we're going to do. Like this year was Indian. So everyone's responsible to find an Indian dish and make it themselves. And then they bring it over my house. And then I do the bulk of it. But at least everyone's contributing and they're, you know, getting their feet wet. Now, I traditionally like to barbecue every Thanksgiving Eve. So I spark up my grill. I throw the ribs, the briskets, a couple birds on there, some salmon, and I like to smoke uh, my meats throughout the night, and that's my contribution. But it's it's taking a lot of weight off me because a lot of my family members are really enjoying to be creative and to bring, you know, their best game to to show me up. But it's all good. (laughs) Okay, so... Um, now let's go back to the beginning. For most of us know you from the Food Network star, but before you were doing the show, before that show, what were you doing, and how did you hear about the auditions for the show? Well, I was working as executive chef of catering at uh, Thomas Jefferson Hospital in Philadelphia, and so um, you know that was my full time job. And then my wife happened to see the commercial for the next Food Network star, and I came home from work one day. She said, "You know, they're looking for another, you know, the next Food Network star," and I knew nothing about it. And she said, well, I think you should do it. You know, you got the personality. You like to cook. Everybody's always coming over. We're entertaining. I said, well, you know, I'm not the TV guy. I'm pretty much to myself, and I like to do what I do. She said, well, I think you should go for it. So after pressing about it, I said, well, you fill out the application. I'll go in. I'll do what I can do. And so she filled out the application, and we missed the deadline three times, but they kept extending it every time we missed the deadline. Oh, and I breaked it in there. I knew it had to be meant to be because um, some months later they called me. I went in for an interview. And um, out of four or 5,000 people, I was one of the 10 finalists selected, and the rest was history. So what was that whole process like for you being part of the next Food Network star? It, it was one of the toughest things I've ever done. And it's funny, I get that question a lot because a lot of people look at TV and they, they feel like um, when it's those competitions and challenges that um, they tend to be fixed or they're looking for the, you know, the right person. Now, if they were 
if they had fixed this, I wouldn't have known because it was really a tough, tough situation. Uh, being away from home, I'm competing with nine other finalists that I've never met in my entire life from all over the country. And really every challenge was like a shell shock. You know, it's not like they told us, okay, we're going to prep you. And then when we got the cameras on, ask surprise. No, it was a surprise. And when whoever got eliminated, we did not know that until we were in the evaluation. And they said, okay, well, such and such, you're eliminated. Pack your bags and leave. And it happened just like that. So as we got down to from 10 to 3, you know, it's, it's a reality. But I always tell people I came in there with three things on my side. I, I prayed. I trusted God. I trusted in my ability. And I had a lot of support people at home praying for me. So I had no choice but to just put my all out there and come back a winner. Okay. So when you won the contest and you start developing the show, what was important for you to bring to this particular show, your show? Um, just keeping it real. You know, I just wanted to keep it real. I wanted people to know who I am on TV um, and that the food I do at home and the way I, I carry myself is just what you'll see in real life, you know, because the people that know me know it. This is the same cat they've grown up with, but the world at, at, at large don't know anything about me. So I wanted my food to represent me. I wanted them to know about the big, bold flavors. I wanted them to know that I like to keep things simple. Um, and I just I didn't want to go outside of my, my lane. You know, I don't do French culinary cuisine. I don't do Italian. Can I do it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, do I, I like to reach out to the novice cook, to the person that's at home said, hey, I want some turkey chili. What's the simplest way to make it? Mm. I got you. You know, I don't know how to make good pasta. How do I do it? You know, so I just wanted to keep it real, keep it low-key, and um, just bring the basics and bring the big big flavor. Okay. So take us behind the scenes of, of your show because you make it look so easy, but I know there's a lot of prep work that goes into putting the show together and cooking and timing and making it all come out right on and play out right on TV. Tell us about that behind the scenes. Well, behind the scenes, it's really weird. Like, uh, I get this all the time. Like, is it really that good? Um, the blessed thing about my show um, and my, the producers and the team, that I have that, that put the show together is I'm able to eat my own food. So I'm not, um, you know, faking it in front of you guys and putting the ingredients out there and chopping and stirring. And then we come back from commercial, I got this, you know, fake pot or something on there. It's in real timing. So it takes a long time to tape a show uh, for you guys to only get a half an hour of TV time. But the reality is I'm cooking, I'm seasoning, I'm chopping, I'm dicing. You know, I'm doing all these things, and of course, we got a culinary team that that is, you know, making sure that my bases are covered. That if so happen I do burn something, um, they can, or if I do cut something wrong, they can bring it out and, and help me fix it fast. But it's real cooking, and that's the greatest thing. It takes long, but you know, I'm not using swap outs. I'm cooking my food. I'm tasting my food, and the reaction is real because it's just like I'm cooking at home. I mean. I don't have anybody ordering from a catering service say, yo, he needs a Caesar salad. That looks like what he's trying to talk about on TV. No, it's the real deal. Okay. And so I'm eating my food. I'm experiencing it. And the people that come on, as my guests, can tell you the same thing. Like, dad, go on. This is really good. <laughs> They're natural reactions. I'm, I'm not paying them. You know, they get the real deal. Okay. And so and I really love it because you, you're really into your food. Bro, how, how many people, like, and I'm sure you can say this about what you do, can do what you love to do for a job and get paid for it. Right, right, right. You feel me? Like, I love to eat. I love to cook. I love to make people smile with my food. And so here I am 13, 14 hours a day doing what I do. And, yes, is it tiresome? Yes, it is because, you know, memorizing the recipes, uh, knowing which order I'm going to do everything so it makes sense, so the flow makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, listen to the producers when they have things they want to insert. Um, and when I bring my son on, it's cute, it's great, but still I have to watch him. You know, because we're used to doing things at home, and I don't want 
to send mixed messages. Like, yeah, put your kid in the kitchen with a frying pan next to the fire. I got to really be conscious of every move and every step. And uh, and I have a lot of people there in front of me that you guys don't even get to see, from the sound guy to the grip guy to the associate producers and everyone just really walking me through everything. So it's a job, but it's a job I love. Okay, finally, is that your kitchen or is that a set? No, that's a set. We're actually in a loft in Manhattan, a beautiful, beautiful loft. Um, and they make it feel like it's my own, and uh, it's good. It feels good. I like cooking in that space, so I got no complaints. And in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to Aaron McCargo, Jr. You all know him as Big Daddy from Big Daddy's House. Remember, for more information about the show and all of my guests, you can now like us on Facebook. We're at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. That's Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can like us there on Facebook. Now, Aaron, you have spices out on the market. Tell us about that. Absolutely. I got the McCargo Spice line. Um, it's available on my website, AaronMcCargo.com. And really, it's uh, a project I've been working on for pretty much five, ten years of creating the perfect blend of all-natural spices for the novice cook. So that person that says, you know what, every time I go in this cabinet, i got to dig out all these spices and make a blend and make sense out of it, what can I do? Now all you got to do is get my seasoned salt, you know, or get my smoked salt, or get my, my spicy rub, or get my signature blend. And the difference is that the seasoned salt is... It's, it's strong in garlic, it's strong in onion. It's really, you can take the lid off and smell the aroma of the, of the flavors in there, the cumin and the, the chili powder. And then when you go to my rub, the difference between my rub and my signature blend is the rub is a little bit spicier, the signature blend is a little bit milder. Um, you can put it on Brussels sprouts, broccoli, uh, put it in your pasta, put it on your chicken and fish. Like, you don't have to go create the wheel again. I, I took all the stress out of it. And my smoke salt is for those guys that, or girls that like to season up their popcorn or they're doing brines or they cook cooking pasta. They always say you put some salt in your pasta water. Mm-hmm. I say put a little bit of smoked salt in there. You know, so I got four powerful blends that you can throw everything away in your cabinet and know that I got you covered for every type of protein, vegetable, starch, whatever you do, I got you. Now I want to talk about the cookbook. It's called Simply Done, Well Done. Tell us about the book. Well, the new book is just like the show. A lot of people say, how can I get what you have with the show? And what I decided to do was bring simple recipes, things that I think will appeal to everybody. Um, some of the recipes you'll see are made from leftovers, like my corned beef and cabbage um, casserole. Then I got some of my stories on there from like my barbecue chicken melt that you bake in the oven is um, something that my mom always made ziti. I said, what can we do differently? And then I love sandwiches, so I gave some of my best sandwiches for those that wanted salads. Um, and, and you get the pictures, um, you get the definitions of some of the words you probably heard in the culinary industry that really didn't make sense. So I broke everything down for just a, not for dummies, but for people that want to get in their kitchen, that want to break that fear, that want to cook. I tried to make it simple, give you some funny stories, give you some real-life stories. So if you don't know anything about me and my cooking, you can read the stories behind some of the recipes, find out a lot about me. And I wanted to make it just so it's a fun book. Let me ask you this. You talked about the book, but what is it that makes your cookbook unique? You know what it is? I think that it's just because I didn't get deep. I didn't get over the top. I didn't um, come in with, okay, we're going to make uh, the Panzerati stuff, uh, stuffed Panzerati. First, you're going to make the dough from scratch. No. I said, go to the supermarket. Get you your favorite uh, piece of dough. Uh, you'll see me using cake, um, cake mix out of the box for my peanut butter um, and uh, cupcakes. You'll see me using frozen pie crust. So everything is not from scratch. I'm letting you know that you can take what you have in your cupboard, uh, what you have in your fridge, uh, what to do with leftovers, 
and have fun with it. You don't have to stress about having a lot of utensils because I give you all the utensils you're going to need to make every recipe in the cookbook. So if you don't have it, you know you're going to have to buy it and you're going to need it again. And I broke everything down in my cookbook so that if you're not looking to cook anything, you just want to make a salad dressing or marinade, um, you don't have to read the recipe. Just go to the marinade section. Just go to the spice rub section. You know, pick out what you want, do what you want to do with it. So I think I left a lot of room for some flexibility and creativity amongst those people that are going to look in the book and say, you know what, I don't want to make that, but I do want to use that rub for my, my tilapia, or I do want to use that marinade for my pork, you know, and I want to jazz it up. You know, after you try it, you play with it. And I think that's what's going to make it unique, and I think that's what makes it unique for the, the novice cook and for the professionals. It's down home, keeping it real, simply done well, done cooking. And again this morning, we're speaking to Aaron McCargo Jr. You know him from Big Daddy's House, his own show, which airs on the Food Network. He's here this morning to talk about his new cookbook, Simply Done, Well Done. If you would like more information on Aaron McCargo Jr., you can like us on Facebook now. We're at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can like us there on Facebook. Now I'm going to mention a few categories that our listeners may fall into based on the recipes in the book. Tell me what what is the best recipe for them? And I'm going to start with the person that's a beginner cook. What recipe in this book would work best for them? Uh, just learning to cook. Um, I would say the, the cover of the book, uh, meat-wise, it's, a barbecue, it's the brisket sandwich with the coleslaw. Mm-hmm. And if they, the reason I say that is because you can make, once you learn how to make the brisket right, you can make the quesadillas, which is in the cookbook. Um, and then you'll have the quesadilla uh, made, and then you have brisket left over to be creative. So brisket really scares people. But once you realize, okay, all I am is searing it and throwing juice on it and throwing it in the oven, it's not that deep, that's when I suggest to the novice cook as far as going out there and tackling meats. Um, as far as salads, I think each and every one of the salads are very, very simple. It's um, things that you every day do, but it's just got a funk and a flair to it. Um, so I suggest the novice cook, the beginner cook, to try with the salads. And, and with the sides, I think the orzo um, size are the easiest to do. And we have some with um, lemon and pepper. Um, and once you get to make that orzo, you'll see orzo is affordable. It's easy to use. It's, it's one of those words that you don't see commonly in every household saying, okay, we're going to make orzo tonight. We're normally going to make white rice. Mm-hmm. But once you get to making that orzo, you'll say, okay, I can funk this orzo out any way I want to do. And I would suggest those three as for beginners, the salads, uh, the, side, the orzo sides, and going with the brisket and then playing with the brisket. And if you're not into meat, the tilapia um, is a really funky, simple recipe, blackened tilapia with anchovy lemon butter. I mean, it's my seven-year-old can do it. Your four-year-old can do it. That's how easy it is. (laughs) And my wife doesn't cook, so she's been testing all these recipes out, and she's been giving me her feedback. And she's right about ready to go with the stuffed pork, Um, but she's she's like, okay, i got to get to that point. Okay. So, um, so you'll know its levels of where you want to go, but hopefully that answers the question. Okay, two more really quickly. Um, someone on a tight budget and someone that's looking to cook a little bit healthier. Tight budget and healthier. Um, I have a chicken salad recipe, mm-hmm. and I have a tuna salad recipe, which are, you know, one of those things that it's a curry chicken salad. I th- It's a lot healthier. You can sub out the mayonnaise for sour cream or low-fat sour cream. Um, and also, if you're looking for... Really cheap and inexpensive meat. We have uh, a turkey burger recipe in there. And like I said, those casseroles are very, very easy. The barbecue chicken casserole, it stretches for a lot of people in the family. Um, you, can use, you don't have to use chicken breast. You can use uh, rotisserie chicken. You can use uh, dark meat, the cheapest chicken you can find. And it will make that recipe um, turn out just the same. So 
definitely go with the casseroles. They go a long ways. It's nothing but pasta, which only costs about a buck. A little bit of barbecue sauce, some cheese. And right now, today, you can go in the supermarkets and find a lot of coupons and a lot of buy one, get one free on a lot of these items in the cookbook. So hopefully that'll help a lot of people. All right. Well, we're out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, Aaron McCargo Jr., how can they find out more about you? Go to AaronMcCargo.com. You'll find out where I'm at on my book tour. You'll find out about the spices. You'll find out about the showtimes. And also, I'm partnered with Aunt Jemima, so you'll find a lot of things about me and Aunt Jemima and what we're doing to bring the breakfast foods back out there to everyone and show them how we can funk them out and make them delicious. Thank you so much, Aaron, for taking time to join us this morning. Yo, thank you, and God bless. And I'll see you at Halloween time, all right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're invited. Hey, Aaron, can you do me a quick favor? I mentioned earlier, my wife is a huge fan of yours, and it would mean the world to her if you said something, gave her a personal message this morning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Send her a special message. Hey, how you doing? I'm with your husband, down-to-earth guy. He's got something special. I'm sure he's going to get you the spices, and he's going to get you the cookbook. And not only is he going to do that, he's going to make you a nice in-house breakfast for you every day of the week. That's the promise, right, Rodney? All right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I really appreciate it. You got it. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. We've been speaking to celebrity chef Aaron McCargo Jr. We'll be back with more from the world of HGTV and the Food Network right after this.